When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On FM 1071. Yeah, we do. We do. For Friday, of course, because it's red. Remember, everyone deployed Funky Friday. Hey there. Phones are on at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll talk a little bit about masking. We'll talk about anything that's in the news you want to get to. We can do that as well. It's 509. Trey Ware here on KTSA with Chris Glasgow, with Elaine Rodriguez, with Captain Don Morgan. And, of course, Debbie's got your traffic covered this morning as well, so hopefully it's going to be a smooth, easy morning. How was that weather yesterday? Wasn't it great? Lots of sunshine. I only saw a few clouds around. Wasn't bad at all. Uh, they're saying today the possibility of more clouds coming back in the picture and a thunderstorm might be here or there, but I'm telling you, those guys are not bullish on that. They're kind of like, well, it might. It might rain today, but... Don't bet the farm, basically. Uh, 84 for the high today, about 69 tonight, and almost the same thing tomorrow. Uh, the chances of a, a spotty kind of shower tomorrow are a little bit better, but again, these guys aren't betting the farm. I've watched them all, and I've been reading them all, and they're all saying, basically, uh, if you have outdoor plans, carry on, just have an umbrella, which... That's a good idea anyway, because if it's not the rain going to get you in San Antonio, Texas, it's the sunshine going to get you. So an umbrella is a good idea either way. And it's 68 right now. Welcome to Neanderthal land. That's where we live, of course, according to President Joe Biden. It was uh, dumb, Neanderthal, thinking it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand it. For us to take our masks off back in March. However... When you take a look at the numbers, made pretty good sense. And the latest sign that coronavirus pandemic is waning. New cases and hospitalizations in San Antonio have continued to decline, reaching their lowest levels in months. Officials reported on Thursday. That's from the Express News today. The average is now at its lowest level since mid-October. We are continuing to bring this virus and the pandemic under control in Bear County, according to Mayor Ron Nirenberg. I can only think about what it would have been like had we followed those uh, directions earlier and done this earlier and moved forward earlier and the amount of lives we could have saved and the amount of businesses we could have saved from a whole lot of uh, bankruptcy and issues uh, with money and, and so on. I did go to a place yesterday where I was required to wear a mask when I got my hair cut, and they refused to cut anybody's hair you, it, unless you're wearing a mask. And you're in, obviously, here's, you know, the words, but close proximity. You're in proximity to somebody who is very close to you, who is leaning over you. They are wearing a mask, so they ask that you uh, mask up. And uh, the, the and, and I, I get that for now, but uh, down the road, it's going to be interesting to see if this uh, refusal to do business with you based on whether or not you're wearing a mask is going to be challenged as a discrimination issue. And here's why I say that. I'm not saying it will be. I'm, I'm just saying it's going to be interesting to watch and see if it is at some point. Of course, you have the no shoes, no shirt, no service, and now they're going to add no mask. Some of these businesses uh, have already done that. And we talked to the professor over at uh, uh, St. Mary's School of Law, Robert Pyatt, who told us, yes, that businesses can claim that. But then you get into somewhere down the road because it's not law anymore that you have to wear the mask. In fact, it never was law that you had to wear the mask, right? And so the CDC guidelines are directly the opposite of that. You don't have to wear the mask if you've been fully vaccinated. So people are going to challenge it in court because there's no law that's been written. And they're going to challenge it on on civil rights grounds. You're violating my civil rights by not serving me. Like a cake baker who has spent his entire life savings and his business after he was forced to uh, bake cakes for, for gay people and gay weddings. Well, you're not serving me. 
and I'm fully vaccinated, and you're not you're not uh, you know, allowing me to come in here and get my hair cut or whatever, whatever you know. Name the business, name the type of business. And I think we're too close to the pandemic right now for people to uh, go out and challenge us. But it's mark my words, it's going to be challenged. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when it is challenged and makes its way through the courts. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five Israel and Hamas have agreed to a ceasefire. I think that's relatively interesting in that Hamas is a terrorist organization. So let me just put it this way. Israel is not agreeing to any ceasefire unless Bibi Netanyahu is in full assurance that he did everything he needed to do to protect Israel. Okay, Uh, There are those within his own country saying he didn't go far enough. But uh, Egypt stepped in. Egypt is the one who worked on this. Egypt spent night and day and day and night putting together some sort of plan that's going to work for both sides, according to both sides, as of right now. Egypt did all the heavy lifting. Egypt did the work. So they said that we are accepting Egyptian President Sisi and his uh, work is initiative for a bilateral, unconditional ceasefire. And he is going to send uh, two security delegations into Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories to work towards upholding the ceasefire. That did not stop our own president, Joe Biden, from stepping to the microphone yesterday and saying he did it. Joe Biden had nothing to do with this. United States had nothing to do with this. Now, I know what Biden said yesterday. And I know he tried to take credit yesterday in his speech, but he didn't do it. Egypt has worked on this now since it began. ABC's World News Tonight gave the credit to Joe Biden, saying his quiet diplomacy behind the scenes, and then in the recent days his powerful words brought Israel to heel on their knees to ask for a ceasefire, which is a load of crapola that never happened. It never happened. Joe Biden was not involved in this. Our, uh, our, our negotiations were not a part of this. In fact, Blinken has, has announced this morning he's finally going to go over there. Should have been over there, you know, last week, but he's finally going to go over there and I'm going to meet with all interested parties. I do have to say to their credit, CBS and NBC did give the credit for this ceasefire where it belongs, and that is to Egypt. ABC told you a lie when they told you it was Joe Biden. Joe Biden told you a lie when, when he told you it was Joe Biden. But Joe Biden is a liar. He's a plagiarist and a liar. So it, that's no surprise that he would have stood up yesterday and did that. City Council in San Antonio wants to reform the SAPD. Told you. Uh, even after you voted down on Prop B, they're going to come back and do it anyway. They said they were going to come back and do it anyway. I got some details about that and some interesting information about NIOSA and what's going to be going on out there. It's for. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. I believe the Palestinians and Israelis equally deserve to live safely and securely and to enjoy equal measures of freedom, prosperity, and democracy. My administration will continue our quiet, relentless diplomacy toward that end. Okay, but sir, I know you don't understand much, but you do understand that the battle wasn't between the Palestinians and the Israelis. You do understand that, right? The battle was between a terrorist organization known as Hamas that is backed by Iran. See, I'm standing for what's right here, folks. That's what we do on this show. That's what we do on Wire and Rima. We stand for what's right because there's so much other BS that is put out minute by minute by minute. It's put out through the media. It's put out through the politicians. And it's put out through the school system, the BSs. And it has so transformed our society into believing a lie based on a number of lies. Boys are now girls. Girls can be boys. You know, that's a lie. A boy cannot be a girl. If you're born a boy, you are a boy, and you can go get plastic boobs, but you're still a boy. That's it. And the same is true with this argument. This was not the Palestinians. This was a group, a terrorist group. It's kind of like ISIS would be, okay? Just just say that. Hamas is a terrorist organization, and their one and only presiding goal, and always has been, is the destruction of the nation of Israel. They are funded by Iran. 
Iran is who we should be dealing with face-to-face, and that's why when Donald Trump was in office, we didn't have this stuff, because uh, Donald Trump went state to Iran, and he started to cut off funding. He, you know, all the sanctions that he put into place was strangling Iran. He wasn't flying pallets of cash to them in the middle of the night anymore like Barack Obama was. you got to look at Barack Obama and Valerie Jarrett. Just do a little study on your own. Valerie Jarrett's parents from Iran. Barack Obama, very friendly to Iran, gave them everything they wanted in the Iranian non-nuclear deal. It had nothing to do with protecting us from Iranian nukes. And and now that Donald Trump is out of the way, remember he killed Soleimani, the number one general, the number one terrorist in the Middle East was Soleimani, and he killed him. We had the peace accords, the Abraham Accords, moving forward in the Middle East. We had peace breaking out in the Middle East. Hamas was basically nothing because we had cut off so much of all that inflow of money going into Iran. And look what, look what a new administration brings upon the Middle East. Brings death and destruction to the Middle East, not by the Palestinians. This is done by Hamas, which is a terrorist organization, and you do not negotiate with terrorist organizations. Okay, So let's tell the truth for once, Mr. President. Let's tell the truth for once, television news. Let's try that. Because what you're doing right now, not only through the news and through the schools, is you're ruining this country. You are definitely ruining the country. Well, okay, so big news, breaking news yesterday from Lego. They're now out with their Everyone is Awesome uh, Lego set for kids just in time for Gay Pride Month. It's a multicolored set featuring 11 single-colored non-gendered figurines. As Chris and I were just talking off the air, they've always been non-gendered. You decide what the gender is going to be. Anyway, they got a rainbow with black and brown stripes, as well as the transgender flag colors of the LGBTQI something else nation. I didn't know we had an LGBTQI nation. I thought we were supposed to be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I thought that's what we were. But how come we have a black nation and a brown nation and an LGBTQ nation, a transgender nation? How come? Why do we have all that? Anyway, Lego says it's inspired by the iconic rainbow flag to create a model that symbolizes inclusivity. It celebrates everyone, no matter how they identify or who they love. Okay, simple question about that. How did the previous Legos not do that? (laughs) No, no, really, seriously. I got Legos around the house. My son was a Lego guy. He built everything out of Legos. My wife has a very good friend that built Cinderella's castle out of Legos for her because she's, you know, Disney and all that. And I look at these Legos and I go, I can't tell if it's a gay or straight Lego. <laughs> I can't tell if it's a trans or non-binary or cyberry or seabury or <laughs> Z or they. Le- I have no idea. I can't tell by looking at it. I see a red Lego. I see a blue Lego. I see a black Lego. I see a brown Lego. I see a gray Lego. What? What am I? I, I okay, you're gay. You're not. What? How do you tell? How did the old set of Legos? Not represent diversity. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Designer Matthew Ashton, the Lego president, said growing up as an LGBTQ uh, plus kid, being told what I should play with, how I should walk, how I should talk, what I should wear, the message I always got was somehow I was wrong. And a rainbow Lego is going to fix that? Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Sure. Uh, the figures in the set are supposed to express individuality while remaining as a freaking piece of plastic. <laughs> the figures in the set are supposed to express individuality while remaining ambiguous. Okay. And they do not come with pre-painted faces or clothes. Oh, they're, they're, they're selling naked Legos now. My God. Okay. The only distinguishing features are their different hairstyles and colors. 
This is really going on in 2021 in America. Ashton said the purple figurine, however, is supposed to be a clear nod to all the fabulous drag queens out there. So now you can have your very own drag queen Lego. The set goes on the market June 1st for $34.99. Back in a Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Thank you, man. We will. And we'll be listening to you guys today. It's 536. It's uh, red. Remember, everyone deployed. Funky Friday. Trey Ware here, KTSA, with the greatest team in news. Comments on the news and your phone calls right now at 210-599-5555. It's a little more loosey-goosey on Friday, so, you know, you want to talk about it, jump in here and let's talk about it. We can go any direction you want to go. In line one is Jim. Hey, Jim, happy Friday to you, man. Happy Friday to you too, Trey. Wonderful. Hey, any, any outlet that reports gender of plastic toys and pieces is uh, quoting from two-year-old or, or somebody who's insane or somebody who's drunk or on drugs because this is the most insane time I, I, I've had in our lives or I've seen in our, our you know last 20 to 50 years uh, assigning physical human traits to plastic pieces of junk that, that hurt your feet when you step on it in the middle of the night it's just crazy I, I don't know where this world is going let me um let me take just a second, Jim. Hang on, don't go anywhere, because I want to take just a second, catch everybody up to speed. We have new listeners that just woke up at five thirty, so I've been talking about Lego releasing the LGBTQI rainbow 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 toy set, celebrating Gay Pride Month, which is apparently June, and uh, these uh, these things is is called Everyone Is Awesome. It's a set for kids just in time for Pride Month. Multicolored set, eleven single colored non gendered figurines that together form a rainbow with black and brown stripes as well as the gender flag colors of LGBTQ nation. And I said last half hour, I didn't know we had an LGBTQ nation. What's up with that? I thought we were one nation under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. The designer is Matthew Ashton, the Lego vice president. He said, growing up as an LGBTQ kid, plus kid, being told what I should play with and how I should walk and how I should talk and what I should wear, the message I always got was somehow I was wrong, and, and, and I just asking the question, a little plastic toy is going to fix all that? Sounds like you need a psychiatrist or a psychologist to me, not a little plastic toy. Absolutely right. It's insanity, utter insanity. What, you know, why don't they have plastic toys that have people who have succeeded? You know, have done well in life and worked no, hard. No, no, can't do that. No. <laughs> The figures in the set are supposed to express individuality while remaining ambiguous. They don't have pre-painted faces or clothes, and the only distinguishing features are their different hairstyles and colors. The purple figurine, he said, is supposed to be a clear nod to all the fabulous drag queens out there, his words, and it goes on the market June 1st for $34.99. I was talking to Nancy about this yesterday because we were having a conversation about all the stuff that's, that's going on, right? And we see this critical race theory. And with critical race theory, it's not merely enough to uh, say someone is uh, a racist or not. The, the molding of minds into true believers is at the expense of educating well-rounded and independent individuals. Uh, th- there's nothing worse than hearing school children walking around and parroting mindless ideological cliches like kids do today. Hey, more work needs to be done. You know, you hear a seven-year-old say that, or you hear a seven-year-old say, check your privilege, which you actually do. You hear seven-year-olds say that. You really have to wonder, do we ever come back from this lunacy? Do we ever? You know, back in the day when somebody would put on uh, a costume and stuff their hand in the breast of their shirt and say, I'm the general and president of France from the 1700s. We used to say, come with me. We, we're gonna, we got a special place for you. But in today's world, people can fake whatever they want to fake. And not only do we say it's okay, but we rise them to the top of everything. We put them in the front of the parades. We say, look at this. Par-. And they're faking. They're obviously got something wrong up here. They're living a fake life. 
And we're instead of saying, "Come with me. We need to go have a discussion over here. We we need to talk." Instead of doing that, we go, "You're the greatest thing alive. We love you. You're so you're leading the pathway into the new future. And if this is the new future, I want no part of it." Goddamn right. I'll tell you, if he's LGBTQ plus, I'm LGBTQ minus. All right, man. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. Appreciate the call. Have a good weekend. Six forty-one now. Uh, 210-599-5555. Seriously, guys, seriously. I want no part of a future where, as we were talking about on Ware and Rima yesterday, and Sean said several times, 2 plus 2 equals 9. I don't, want a, I, don't, I don't want a part of that. I do not want a part of a future where people can fake their identity, because that's what's going on. Yeah, people can fake their identity, and they're the, the most highly praised individuals in our society. You're faking it. (laughs) And you're the most highly praised person in our society. In a society and a nation where the president clearly, clearly has cognitive issues. Clearly. Did you watch the rest of that speech from the Coast Guard graduation the other day? I only played little snippets of it. The rest of it was just horrific if you were to watch that, and, and, and I, I remember, you, you probably do too, because it was so long ago. We read about it in the history books. But during the Trump years, <laughs> all the Democrats on, on MSNBC and our own ABC and other places, they were all calling for the 25th Amendment to be exercised against him. You, do you remember those days? If anybody ever needs the 25th Amendment exercised against him, it is the current president because, folks, He's a babbling fool. He's a babbling fool. And he's a president of the country. Uh, I know this hurts, but the truth hurts. I've been speaking the truth on radio since the early 1970s in San Antonio. On my own my own show, my own career since 1975. But I've been speaking the truth a long time around here, and I'm going to continue to speak the truth. That's what this show is about. It's a truth-telling show. You can go to, there's plenty of TV stations out there that are going to tell you all these lies and that a boy is a girl and a girl is a boy and a boy can play in girls' athletics and girls can compete against boys in girls' athletics and that little figurines, little Lego figurines are going to heal the world if they're rainbow Lego figurines, that that's going to make the world all better. There's plenty of places where you're going to find that kind of BS, but you're not going to find it here. I'm, I am so not buying into that. I'm not buying into two plus two equals nine. I'm not buying into it. You're not. You're never going to get me to do that. You're never going to get me to buy into just because you are white that you are a white supremacist racist. You're not going to get me to buy into that. You're not going to get me to fight people over their skin color. Not going to do it. I don't care what your skin color is. That matters zero to me. Your skin color matters zero to me. I don't care how much melanin or not you have in your skin. It doesn't matter to me, really. So uh, these are the things that we're dealing with, and they have so gotten to young people, and they've so infected them through the school system that young people actually believe now you can't say, sir, ma'am. I don't know when you grew up, but when I grew up, that was... That was necessary. You had to say that. You had to say yes, sir, and no, ma'am. And if you didn't, you had a size 13 ring hit you in the back of the head. I have an indentation right back here. Right there it is, an indentation for a size 13 ring. If I didn't say yes, sir, and no, ma'am, if I didn't get that door for her, and if I didn't stand up when she walked in the room and allow her to have the seat or somebody who was elderly, then, man, it was hell to pay. It was hell to pay. But in today's world, what do they care? And really, I'm I'm serious about this. How do we how do we get back? How do you climb back from from where we are in the mess that liberal Democrat America has created? One other thing that came out in the news this morning. I'll mention this, then I'll take a break. I'll come back and I'll talk about how the city council wants to transform uh, the police department and what that's going to mean for you. And of course, uh, we'll take your calls at two one zero. 
Five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Niosa is coming up. Masks will not be required. A limited number of tickets are going to be sold for each night. Niosa is June twenty second through twenty fifth. They're going to have a touchless, cashless pay system with blast pass wristband. Cash is going away, y'all. Cash is going away. It will be gone. Face coverings will not be required for guests and volunteers who have been fully vaccinated. They're not going to ask for proof, they say. And you will pay by charging up your wristband. Like Disney has these wristbands that you walk around, you pay for everything with, and get in and out of your hotel room with. That's the way it's going to be at NIOSA. Evans Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. We've held intensive high-level discussions, hour by hour, literally. Egypt, the Palestinian Authority, and other Middle Eastern countries. With the name of avoiding the sort of prolonged conflict we've seen in previous years when the hostilities have broken out. It was crazy, man. It's crazy watching him yesterday take credit for a ceasefire. I'll, I'll just say this, then I want to address Mark real fast. There's no ceasefire out of this deal unless Benjamin Netanyahu, Bibi Netanyahu, got everything he felt like he needed to get accomplished to suppress the violence coming from a terrorist organization, okay? And secondly, it's not Joe Biden. Joe Biden had nothing to do with this, as it was Egypt, all right? Egypt was the one that negotiated this. Egypt was the one that made it happen. Egypt basically brought pressure, I'm guessing, on Iran to stop funding Hamas or sending the rockets to Hamas and told him to knock it off. That's basically the way I'm looking at this right now. But it didn't have anything to do with Joe Biden and his, quiet, as ABC said, his quiet diplomacy and then his very tough uh, public stance he was taking. Ah, crap. You're such propagandists out there saying stuff like that. He, he had nothing to do with it. He probably knew very little of what was going on, if you want to know the truth, guys. All right, let me talk about Mark and his uh, pledge there. Mark, that was very cool, very well done. Uh, he recorded that again on his phone and emailed that to me. So we have any number of ways you can get this done. You can either call at 210-599-5555 and say it over the phone. Don't worry, it's recorded. So if you screw up, you screw up, we'll do it again. No big deal. Nobody will hear you screw up other than Chris, all right? And he tells no tells. And uh, then if you want to do it later in the day after you've been a little caffeinated, you can uh, record it on your phone and just email it to me, Trey at KTSA.com. Trey at KTSA.com. We have a bank that we put these in, and we just rotate them every day, Monday through Friday, 5.50 a.m. and 6.50 a.m., brought to you by Stevens Roofing. Say the Pledge of Allegiance because obviously we need more. we need it now more than ever before. Look at what's going on in our world. Austin City Limits announces their music festival for 2021. George Strait. Boy, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel with that one, aren't they? Uh, they're lacking some money up there for this or what? George Strait. Some kid from Pearsall. Runny-nosed, snot-nosed kid from Pearsall going to be up there. All right. Billie Eilish. Stevie Nicks. Miley Cyrus. Eric Badu. Megan the Stallion, Machine Gun Kelly, and others. ACL returning in an in-person event this year. One of the largest outdoor music events in Texas. Draws hundreds of thousands of people to Austin, October 1 through the 3rd and 8th through the 10th at Zilker Park in Austin if you want to check it out. All right, right back here in San Antonio. City Council meeting yesterday. City Council is taking a look. There's a committee now that wants SAPD to protect LBGQ people and handle the mental health issues differently. It's a committee recommending revising the police in San Antonio. Our community has spoken loud and clear, said District 7 City Councilwoman. Oh, you can't say Councilwoman. Council Z, Anna Sandoval, chair of the Council's Council Day. Okay, Council person. All right, whatever. Uh, Communities uh, Health and Equity Committee. The recommendations include having outreach specialists deal with people going through mental health crisis. All right. Officers be trained under unconscious bias. <laughs> that means you're a white supremacist if you're white and you just don't know it. And they're going to teach you that you're a white supremacist if you're white. You just don't know. It's called unconscious bias. Check your privilege. They're going to study the department's handling of crimes against members of the LGBTQ community to determine, among other things, how many are solved. Well, I'm sure those go to the bottom of the stack, you guys. I'm sure. 
you know, SAPD goes, oh, this was this was committed against a gay or a trans person. Let me put that at the bottom of the stack. We won't solve that one. Give me a break. The Council's Public Safety Committee will review the recommendations in June. Last summer, thousands of protesters took to the streets of San Antonio to call for police reform after the death of George Floyd, an unarmed black man who was killed by a white police officer in Minneapolis. A case that had nothing to do with San Antonio and nothing to do with SAPD. That was in Minneapolis. Had nothing to do with SAPD. Sandoval is also suggesting the city create funding to organizations, increase funding to organizations that benefit young people of color, that that's going to solve all of our problems in San Antonio if we give more money to young people of color and develop a form for community feedback about the police department where people can moan and complain about the San Antonio Police Department. Great. They're on the march, baby. They're on the march. The socialists got it all under control for us. All we got to do is sit back and enjoy the ride. Border Patrol nabs 32 Mexican nationals dressed in camo in Arizona. Huh. That's a little strange, don't you think? What would uh, Mexican nationals be doing in camo in Arizona? Well, just think about how the cartels are setting up in uh, Seattle right now and... Fentanyl is flowing on the streets of America right now since Joe Biden took office and the open door policy started. 32 Mexican nationals caught in camo, camo gear in Arizona. It's a little interesting thing, don't you think? Back in a minute. Business in a bad spot. Fredo! Yeah. The news came out that Fredo, Chris Cuomo, was advising his brother... And that's Tony, and he's the governor. During all this stuff that's been going on the past year or so that he's been an advisor of his, so what? You think CNN is going to care? Do you think they, they care that there's a credibility issue? Of course not. They have no credibility. But they do that by design. So if you're still watching CNN, you're watching a lie. Good morning. It is 6.09. Trey Ware, KTSA. This show is about telling the truth. Truth telling on San Antonio Radio for almost half a century. And that's what I want to keep doing, standing up for what's right. New COVID cases and hospitalizations in San Antonio fall to the lowest level in months. Thank you, Governor Greg Abbott and all the Neanderthals in Texas. We appreciate the fact that all that Neanderthal thinking actually worked like we said it was going to. And now the numbers have plummeted. Israel and Hamas have agreed to a ceasefire. Okay, if you're just now waking up, President Biden got on television and tried to claim credit for it. President Biden had nothing to do with this ceasefire, absolutely zero. Our State Department had absolutely nothing to do with this ceasefire. This was Egypt getting on the horn with Iran and telling Iran to knock it off. Okay? Iran backs Hamas. Hamas is not a nation state. I don't care how much Rashida Tlaib, or is it Rashid? According to Joe Biden, he forgot the A. Anyway, uh, no, it had nothing to do with our State Department or with this president. This president knew very little of what was going on. This was all Egypt saying, okay, enough is enough. BB, stop. And I guarantee you the only reason that it is stopping for now is that BB Netanyahu achieved his goals. BB Netanyahu is not going to quit until his goals of protecting and defending the the nation of Israel are achieved, and that's what happened. He decimated Hamas enough and their command and control center enough to where he could finally say, okay, I'll back off for a bit, but one more rocket, and I'm going to go right back to leveling all your stuff. I'll find more targets. (coughs) So, I mean, you know, let's, let's be real and let's tell the truth. It's a real hard thing to do in American society, in American media, and certainly American politics. All full of liars. Just liars everywhere. I mean, if you're walking around as a boy saying you're a girl, well, you're just lying. That's all. You're just lying because you're a boy. And the same is true if you're walking around as a girl saying you're a boy. You're just lying. And years ago, we used to take people who said those kind of things and we'd put them in special places. We don't do that anymore. In In fact, what we do in American society today is we elevate them. They get to lead the parade. (laughs) We put out out Legos of them. (laughs) 
That's what we do in American society today. We, we, in American society today, we demand that people live a lie. From corporations to our politicians and the American Medical Association, the story I told you yesterday, and on down the line, we demand in America that you live a lie. That you buy off on that. That's something years ago we used to call insanity. We don't call it that anymore. We call it enlightened these days. <laughs> I want you to think about how in just a few short years things have really changed in this country. What was once insane, I mean, literally, you can now walk down the street and tell somebody you're Napoleon Bonaparte, and they'll go, yeah, hi, Nap, how you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> I mean, literally, you, you can say anything you want to, and people not only accept it, but they exalt your openness for it. This Demi Lovato, I'm neither boy or girl. I'm not either one of them. Some days I feel like a girl, some days I feel like a boy. Now, that's left for, leave that for a candy bar, okay? That's what candy bars do. Uh, that's where we are, and that's what's going on. And so everywhere that you turn now in mainstream media, whether it is ABC or CNN with Fredo there or whatever, they've all bought into it and they're all lying to you, okay? Bruce Jenner has changed his name. That's all. Let's be clear. Bruce Jenner has changed nothing but his name. He puts makeup on and a dress and a wig, but he's still a guy. If you want to call yourself a girl's name, I really don't care. doesn't make you a girl. Boobs don't make you a girl. They really don't. Sorry. Cosmetic. National Federation of Independent Businesses highlighting concerns with the president's proposed 2.3 trillion American jobs plan and 1.8 trillion American families plan. To be paid for by a slew of new tax hikes affecting millions of U.S. households and small businesses. Bottom line is, small businesses have been hammered by this pandemic, and they have spent the last year trying to help their employees keep the doors open. They're ready to get back to it now, but now along comes Joe Biden, who is hell-bent. I, I don't know why. Maybe you can tell me why. I don't know why, but he wants to finish off small businesses here. All Marxists do. All Marxists want to kill small, small business. Plus, he's beholden to big tech like Amazon and people like that who helped get him elected and, and donated heavily to his campaign. And Amazon. Look how much money Amazon has made in the past year with people not going out to shop, everybody staying home and shopping online. So it's no wonder why he wants Amazon to continue to grow and do well and decimate and kill small businesses. That's why he's going to raise taxes on small businesses. And right now the small businesses are having trouble finding workers to fill job openings because he's paying those people to stay home and not go back to those small businesses. You don't see it. You don't see a plan here, do you? You don't see a plan to raise taxes on small businesses, to pay workers to stay home so the small businesses can't open their doors. How many small businesses have we talked about who, who say over and over again, I can't open the restaurant? I'm telling you about Trevor Lawton, Cappy Lawton over here at Mama's. They're only open from Wednesday to Sunday for dinner because they need three times the amount of workers that they have right now, and they can't get anybody to come to work. A record high 44% of small businesses unable to fill job openings. Washington's answer, they go up on their taxes, on the small business taxes. The pandemic has forced the permanent closure of an estimated 100,000 small businesses. Now, in contrast, where we were until Joe Biden came into office, all this changed January 20th. Before Joe Biden was in office, Trump's tax cuts and the Jobs Act of 2017 had such a huge positive uh, impact on small businesses, 54% of small businesses said that tax law alone had a positive impact on their businesses. One in four saying their tax savings as a result of that tax plan from Trump raised their employee compensation an average of 16% and motivated them to hire more employees. There was a lawsuit filed yesterday, America First, Steve Miller, he filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration yesterday because the Biden administration has been handing out COVID-19 business relief to minority-owned businesses and not to white businesses. 
If you're a minority-owned business, you get the COVID, the federal COVID relief. If you're a white-owned business, you don't get squat. And he's suing for equity, equality. And it's about time somebody stand up for the white man because look what's happening. I mean, look what's happening. You're being trashed everywhere you turn. In policy, in, in music, in movies. It's just unbelievable. And I don't care about skin color one little bit. It doesn't matter. Who cares what your skin color is? Well, the Biden administration does. The left does. Just do a great job. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl, if you're a guy or a girl. If you're black, white, brown, it doesn't matter. Just do a great job. Contribute to society. Take care of your fellow man. We're all going to have a better life. That's what it's all about. All right, quick break here. When we come back on the other side, the White House won't say, uh, it won't answer really about this uh, Republicans having the COVID Wuhan uh, leak theory and the evidence they say they have and chris rock sounds off on the cancel culture that's all coming up in just a second i want to tell you about my friends over at car zeus at carzeus.com car zeus is the place to go when you're looking to sell your car or truck get a good price for it and hassle-free environment to do so at carzeus.com what they do as they come along and give you the opportunity to sell your car or truck to them and no hassle whatsoever in fact they have nothing to sell they're not going to try to sell you a thing. They don't have any commissioned employees. All they want to do is buy your vehicle if and when you're ready to sell it. Car Zeus is here to do exactly that for you. So log on. Give them a description of your vehicle. They'll send you an offer on your vehicle. And if you like it, they can make that happen today. The offer is free and no obligation whatsoever. If you want to get the offer today and wait until you know next week, you can do that as well. Wait till Monday or Tuesday to move ahead with them at CarZeus.com. Your AccuWeather forecast um, looks pretty good today, actually. Humid, considerable cloudiness, a thunderstorm in spots this afternoon, high of 84. Tonight's going to be cloudy and humid with a shower in the area and 69. Tomorrow, a quick cloud, uh, a thick cloud cover and humid with a thunderstorm around from late morning on at about 80. And on Sunday, mostly cloudy and humid with a thunderstorm. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Right on. LTD. Every time I turn around, I'm back in love again. Watch her walk. Twenty-three KTSA. Okay, I guess we better stop because then we're gonna get the copyright notice and all that, right, Chris? The hit is with that. Um, Chris Rock speaking out against the cancel culture now. By the way, the phones are open at two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And since it's Red Funky Friday, talk about whatever you want. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Talk talk with the rest of us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what's going on in the news. Chris Rock says the cancel culture creates unfunny and boring comedy content amen to that it's already happening isn't it in fact i i would say it creates boring and unfunny and uninteresting content everywhere not just with comedy but in every aspect of our lives he was asked about the cancel culture and how it impacted him as a comedian he said, for comedians, there was already a built-in method for letting them know that their material doesn't work. What is that? <laughs> the crowd sits there. Ask Joe Biden. He'll tell you. He was <laughs> he was at the Coast Guard a couple of days ago, tried to steal a joke from Ronald Reagan, and it fell flat. And he said, somebody clap, man. So he good to y'all. Y'all are dull. Well, Chris Rock says, when the audience doesn't laugh, we get the message, man. We don't need to be canceled. We know that wasn't funny. Yeah, crickets. That's it right there. When you hear that, you know you're done. He said, you really don't have to cancel us because we get the message. They're not laughing. Our feelings are hurt. When we do something and people aren't laughing, we we get it. And our feelings get hurt, and we don't do that again. He said, I don't understand why people feel the need to go beyond that. Exactly, Chris. Why do people need to go beyond that and ruin people's lives? Because I'll tell you, left-wing Democrats, they wake up every morning, and that's the first thing on their mind. How do I ruin somebody else's life? My life is miserable. How do I ruin everybody else's life around me? They do. They wake up with that in their head. So 
if you say something that's offensive, even on stage as a jokester, well, that's not funny. I've got to get rid of him. And the next thing you know, they're marching out front with placards. Chris Rock said something offensive. He said the audience knows more than anybody. Some things just don't need to be said. What happens is everybody gets safe, and when everybody gets safe and nobody tries anything, things get boring. 100%. That is 100% right. Hold on, Jeff. Hold on. Just a second, Jeff. He said the fear of getting canceled has led to many comedians to avoid taking risks, thus leading to a slew of unfunny comedians as well as unfunny shows and movies and other projects. Everybody's scared to make a move right now. And that's not a place to be, you know. We should have the right to fail because failure is all a part of art. Failure is where your success comes from, Trey says. That's where your success comes out of. When you go out and you bomb, you automatically get better. I can tell you that from the football field. You go out, you suck on a football field, you make yourself better. You spend more time in a weight room and running and doing the things you got to do. He's right. He said, I can't believe this is happening in America of all places. you got a place where people are scared to talk. That's not, especially in America, you're not supposed to be scared to talk, says Chris Rock. Chris Rock, you're right, man. And it's affecting all of us. All of us. Listen to the other media. They're just towing the line. Whatever the White House sends is what they read. All right, let's go to the phones in line one. Jeff, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Friday, Jeff. What's up? Hey, Trey. Have you heard anything about the... Uh time change bill in the texas legislature if they're going to do nothing, away with uh no, nothing lately uh they have been working on it but i haven't i haven't gotten an update i'll tell you what uh elaine would you mind checking in on it and see what the update is on that and maybe right after the news here jeff we can get you an update on it okay i've been following all the other stuff okay. that they've been doing like um constitutional carry and the abortion heartbeat stuff and uh, quite frankly i was not following the time change i i felt like going into it that there was enough support that it was going to get done, and the governor said he'll sign it if it gets done. So I just thought it was a done deal, but we need to check on it. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. We'll do it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Quick break. More of your calls coming up on the other side at 210-599-55. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Bring it. Earth, wind, and fire. What you say? Huh? You're feeling good on a Friday then, huh? All right. When you wish upon a star, it's a shining star morning. It is for, for, for sure. 210-599-5555. I got to tell you the story out of Comfort High School here in a sec. All right. Hang on. Hang on. Let's go to line one. And, John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Friday, John. What's up? I'd like to comment on a news story that you all had yesterday about uh Lake Dunlap being, uh, it's going to mm-hmm. be rebuilt now. 30, the dam, $35 right. million. Dollars. Well, yes, Lake sir. Wood has been down since 2016, and uh, they're not going to rebuild that. Why is that? Well, it's because the people in the each different dam have created a special taxing Correct. district. And boy, did they That's name right. that right, because the legislature created those, those six hydroelectric dams, and GBRA failed with their trust, and they did not repair those things. And now Correct. we have special interests. Uh, the the legislature has caved to special interest, and those rich people up up river there, they get to have their dam. But down here, uh, the agricultural people who can't afford that because we're saving up for the next drought or the next flood. Um, you know, we don't get our dam. So what's up with the legislature? And, and well, why is it has, anybody, has anybody from Lakewood approached the ledge, John? Do we know? Well, we've uh, the, the county judge, Pat Davis, has sent a letter to the, um, uh, the governor requesting help. And uh, my personal uh, solution, and then I'll offer that, is let Guadalupe Valley Electric Cop cooperative have the dam the facilities uh to sell the electricity which gbra didn't want to uh mess with because they don't get much money for electricity they want to sell the the state water and uh they the government could have a private corporation do that much better than the gbra has a proven record of scandal 
Right. Okay. And thank you, John. I appreciate it. Uh, that's a little bit in, into the weeds for, for most of our listeners. It's a very localized story between the, these two uh, lakes and their dams. But I appreciate you uh, getting the word out about uh, about Lake Wood. What basically happened with Dunlap was it collapsed. It was built by German engineers who built it really, really well back in the day. But that was, I don't know, a 100 and some odd years ago. And it collapsed over, over uh, under a rainfall, the last major flood that we had. And the citizens that live on Dunlap and around Dunlap, they formed a committee and they said, okay, we're going to tax ourselves along with state money, and we're going to sell some hydroelectric power so we can pay this off sooner. I think it's, what is it, 50-year note or something? I don't remember, so don't quote me on that, but it's something like a 50-year note, and they're trying to get it done sooner, and they're starting any minute now. They might even be started moving dirt right now, getting ready to rebuild that dam. So the citizens who are paying into it now with that special taxing district that they formed, that they decided they're going to move forward with to be able to build that, they're not even going to benefit long-term from having the dam there. They'll get some benefit from having the dam and the dam of water, but they're still they're going to pay for it the rest of their lives, and their great-grandchildren will probably be out from underneath the, the debt, depending on how much hydroelectric power they can, they can do. All right. Um, okay, so let, let me bring this up, because I found this pretty interesting. And, and you can comment on it if you want to. <clears throat> this is a time of year for senior pranks. I was trying to think of ours, and... I don't remember what, because I didn't participate, because I was working, I was getting ready to work here. I was actually at Kono, uh, K-I-T-Y at the time. And every second that I was not at school, I was at that radio station. So I don't remember participating in a senior prank at all. I remember, <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember our senior year at Christmas time. A senior prank at Christmas time. We had the typical seven foot high doors in the cafeteria and all glass all the way across the front. And I'm at uh, lunch one day and I hear this awful racket by the door and I turn around and this gigantic Christmas tree is being shoved through one of those doors. <laughs> now the ceilings in there were probably eight foot ceilings inside the cafeteria. And these guys, these football player buddies of mine, and a few of the redneck buddy of mine, they were pushing this big old spruce tree through the door, and limbs were cracking and going everywhere, and crap was flying. It was just unbelievable. And they went over and shoved it in the corner because they wanted a Christmas tree in the cafeteria at Christmas time. They had gone over to the Windcrest Golf Course and cut that tree down and threw it into one of their trucks and taken it up to Roosevelt High School and shoved it into the cafeteria. Well, it's funny now. Uh, don't Believe me, they paid for Well, first of all, their, their moms and dads paid for it, actually, with cash. And then those boys worked on that golf course. A couple of them, I think, are still working over there chasing balls. But anyway, uh, up in comfort, some of the seniors, 40 students, that's half the graduating class, decided they were going to do a senior prank. And fork the field. Now, I never heard of this. What does fork the field mean? Basically, take your plastic forks like you're going to have it to cook out and go stick them out in the dirt in the field. Okay, pretty creative, I guess. What well, anyway, not creative at all, not dangerous at all, not harmful to anybody, and not certainly not destructive to property. It's dirt. You're sticking a fork in dirt. How many of us did that when we were little kids, eating a mud pie? Well, then they went inside the building, and they released a few balloons. There was a deer on the wall that went crooked, because it's comfort, you know. They got the taxidermy hanging on the wall. Some saran wrap put on a couple of things, but no damage, no destruction, no graffiti, no defacing of property, no police reports. Police were not called or anything. Half the senior class is now suspended from graduation. The parents knew that these kids were going to do it. Uh, let's see here. Shannon Tonroy, daughter of the, uh, valid, her daughter is the valedictorian. We actually kind of thought that this was their way of pranking. You know, they, they, you know, these kids, they go and prank them while they turn around and prank the kids. That would have been absolutely fantastic, a great way to have dealt with it. Donway admits her daughter put plastic forks in the field. Oh, my goodness gracious. But she adamant she never went inside the school. Uh, they've been coerced. Hearsay rules, says Tonroy. They've been guilty without even uh, any evidence being presented against them. Uh, 
Uh, Bruce Lott, another parent up there, says you're looking at your top ten. You're looking at your valedictorian. Uh, you're looking at your honor society kids. And this was a harmless prank that they were going to do, just kind of as a goodbye, you know, a fork in the dirt. They spotted a fork, or sported a fork in his front pocket while he spoke with KBB Fox 29. A group of kids came up and put the forks in the field, left being punished equally as those who went into the school. They're depressed, the parents are saying. They're not eating. They, uh, they want to graduate. It's been heartbreaking. All 40 have in-school suspension for the last two weeks of school. They're all taking their finals now, which they didn't prepare for. They're just thrown, they, they were just thrown at them. Comfort High School, the principal, Darren William, and Comfort Independent School District, uh, Tanya Monroe, both of them refused to talk with the TV station. Considering what's going on today in our world, <laughs> considering how kids are behaving today, how bad of a deal is it if they stuck some forks in the ground and then uh, turn a deer sideways and put some saran wrap on it? How, how bad a deal is that? Anyway, 210-599-5555. Have you ever heard of Byron Allen? He has filed a gigantic $10 billion, with a B, lawsuit against McDonald's. For what? I'll explain. Coming up, Trey Ware, KTSA. I want to tell you about our friends at South Texas Guns, your headquarters for all of your guns, no matter if you've been around guns all of your life or you're just getting started. First-time gun buyers, by the way, the biggest market that's happening right now at a South Texas Guns, they know how to treat first-time gun buyers. Whether you are buying for personal protection, and a lot of people are, they have the highest quality. They have hunting, they have collectibles, they have competition shooting uh, guns and everything in between. The largest inventory i've ever seen everything from ars to every type of pistol you can imagine yes they have revolvers yes they have semi-automatics you betcha they got it all right there at south texas guns in every caliber you can imagine and i just saw a big sign that they have a tremendous amount of 380 ammo that just came in if you've got a 380 and i've got several of them if you've got a 380 and you need ammo they're loaded up and stocked up at South Texas Guns. They have the best law enforcement program for guns of anybody I've ever seen. SouthTexasGuns.com. They're at 281 in Brook Hollow near HEB. And mark this down. Save the date for June 5th. It's their one-year anniversary. And I will see you there with free raffles every hour, free food, and an AR-15 giveaway. I'm going to get there before you do so I can try to win it. <laughs> That's South Texas Guns. 281. Evans Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I like that. I like her enthusiasm. Uh, this is one of my favorite funk songs, too, by the way. Cameo and Word Up. Yeah. It's uh, 6.52 on Fridays. Well, I call it Funky Friday. Just a brain fart I had one day. I want to start doing funky music on Friday. And we also call it Red Friday, and that's not mine. That started a long time ago. Remember, everyone deployed. But the idea, the concept behind Funky Friday was just to do something a little bit different with our bumper music. And it caught on. And I hear from you guys all the time. And you're actually sending me funky requests, which I, I love that idea. I, I grew up uh, I grew up loving all kinds of music. I love everything. I really do, man. I'll go, I'll go from, from Mozart to metal. And funk was a big part of my life, man. It was. And so uh, there, was, there was a radio station here a long time ago on the east side called KAPE Cape. And that's, man, it was it was all Bootsy and George Clinton and th these kind of guys. And so I love that radio station. So we're just doing that on Fridays. If you ever want to send something to me, feel free. And send me a, um, if you want to, when you get caffeinated and wake up, send me a, a pledge, uh, Trey at KTSA.com, Trey at KTSA.com, and we'll put you on our rotation. If you want to call in, you can say it as well. All right, McDonald's is being sued guy by the name of Byron Allen. Byron Allen is a former stand-up comic, co-host of the NBC reality TV show Real People. He is a entrepreneur kind of guy. He owns uh, some uh, channels, television channels and what have you. And so now he is suing McDonald's because McDonald's is not spending enough money on black television stations and black networks. According to Mr. Allen, McDonald's is, is not spending the $10 billion with two companies owned by him. 
And he is accusing them of racial discrimination for not advertising enough with black-owned media outlets. Ah, so you must spend a requisite amount with black businesses. Huh? Where's the law on that? I thought that McDonald's was a corporation who could decide what's best for their investors to make a profit, and they could advertise anywhere they wanted to advertise, but that's not the new America. In the new America, according to Byron Allen, McDonald's has violated federal and state civil rights laws. Oh, you people who are butthurt. Uh, through their racial animus and racial stereotyping and allocating their ad dollars, they're not allocating enough to black-owned uh, businesses. Allen's Entertainment Studio Networks owns the Lifestyle, Lifestyle Channels, Weather Group, which owns the Weather Channel and others. His complaint says that blacks comprise 40% of McDonald's customers, but the company spends less than $5 million of its ad budget on black-owned media. He says, McDonald's, like much of corporate America these days, publicly touts its commitment to diversity and inclusion, but this is nothing more than empty rhetoric. Not spending enough on black media. Allen sued on the same day that McDonald's said it was going to boost its national ad spending with black-owned media. The concept behind the lawsuit is you're a racist if you don't spend a certain amount with black media, and we're going to sue you. In April, General Motors pledged to advertise more with black-owned media after Allen and other entrepreneurs took out full-page newspaper ads to shame General Motors. He also sued Comcast Corporation for $20 billion in 2015 because they refused to carry his channels. He settled in June for an undisclosed amount of money. Sounds to me like he's a guy, he's not an entrepreneur, he's a sewer. That's what it sounds like to me. He's not an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs actually go to work and make something that people want to buy or they provide a service that people want to employ. And then they make a lot of money off of that. This guy, all he does is hang paper and sue everybody. So he's just running around sue happy, and that's how he's making a living. Sounds like Sharpton. Sounds like Jesse Jackson. Just suing people to make a living. That's what this guy seems to be doing. We'll be right back. Where in Ryman next? KTSA.